Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adit. I'm a therapist, a mindset coach, and I want to partner with you so we can heal your life together. Welcome back to Therapeutic Life Healing with me, Adit, your host. In today's episode, we are going to talk about anxiety and control and how that can be impacting you today. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to thank you and take a moment here to appreciate you for showing up, for taking the time in your busy days and to spend it here tuning in to my podcast show. I hope and I pray that it touches your heart, it touches a deeper place of your being, that it may inspire and really support you on your healing and growth journey from whatever it is that you're going through in life, from wherever you're tuning in from. Thank you for being here. And I would love if you haven't already, please rate and review the podcast. It means so much and it helps to reach more people just like you to find this show and to support them on their healing journey. If you have Apple iTunes, that really supports to reach more people and to leave a review there. I love reading them and it inspires me to just continue to doing this work that feels so fulfilling to me. Now, anxiety comes in many forms. Anxiety really is a broad, uh, you know, diagnosis for many people, you know, when they seek therapy and they see a professional, um, you really need a licensed therapist to be able to, or psychologist to really um, diagnose anxiety and it being a clinical diagnosis. And what that means is it has an umbrella of different types of anxieties. But today's episode, I'm not going to be touching on a clinical diagnosis of anxiety, more of a general anxiety that many of us feel. And for some, it can be very impairing. And when and if that happens to you, I think it'd be great that you do reach out to somebody, a professional to support you, a therapist or psychologist, and sometimes even a psychiatrist who can prescribe medication. So with this general anxiety that many of us feel, I want to tie it specifically to control because anxiety, again, can manifest in so many different ways. But when we think about the root of it, oftentimes when we feel anxious, we're feeling restless, we can't really sit still, it's affecting our sleep, maybe our eating, and even habits that we have on a regular basis, we're noticing a feeling of change that is driven by anxiety, specifically around control. Anxiety really wants to control the future. It wants to control an outcome. And when we tie it to trying to control an outcome, we get really worried. We can freak out about 
What's going to happen? And am I going to be let go of this job? Is this relationship going to end? Am I going to get the medical result that is going to be in my favor? Um, am I going to receive that call back, that text back from this person that I'm seeing or dating? And there's just so many ways that we're, again, trying to control and try to see clarity of an outcome. And we get anxious when we don't have that clarity and our mind begins to try to make meaning of the situation. And a lot of our suffering also comes when we're trying to control the reaction or the response of other people. And this is not uh, to be confused when I talk about this to be misconstrued around anything around abuse. Abuse is never okay in any relationship or in any environment. So that aside, this is more thinking about, you know, when we try to control an outcome or someone's behavior in a relationship or um, how someone is handling something, for example, how somebody else might be grieving or how else somebody else is looking at a situation. Maybe you have a friend who's in a relationship and you don't favor the person that they're dating, that they're seeing that, or they're married to, or whatever the case, their status is. And you want to, you notice, control how they decide to move forward. Maybe they're coming to you often and complaining about what is happening in their relationship. They're unhappy and you're finding yourself feeling really anxious every time this friend comes to you and you're wanting to control what they do next. And you want them to end the relationship. It's coming from a good place. It's coming from a place of care, of course, but ultimately it is their choice. It is their decision, right? So you cause this unnecessary suffering for yourself in trying to help this person um, by wanting to control what they do next. You know, one of the things I've read recently on Instagram that I really like, I think, you know, Instagram again can be this place of insanity and overwhelm, or it could be a place of refuge and inspiration. It depends who you follow. So I always advise unfollow and mute <laughs> to better your own mental health um, on your feed. But one of the things that I had seen said, um, you know, after 40 years of being alive, that one of the most important questions to ask a friend is, do you want to vent or do you want advice? And I think this is really important, not only for friendships, but just any relationship, family, partners, um, and other important people in your life that when they come to you asking them, do you want advice or do you want just an ear? Do you need validation and not a solution? And now that can be frustrating for you on the other end to just sit there and receive and to hear and to validate or to support in a way that they're asking for, but that unnecessary suffering of trying to fix or give advice where it's not wanted, release yourself from that or release yourself from trying to control the other person and what they're going to do, um, how they're going to respond. You know, even thinking about um, at work, trying to control an outcome that's going to go in your favor. Maybe you're in real estate and you want to sell this home or, you know, it's tied to finances. And so you, again, want to try to control how quickly you may sell this home. Or if you've been laid off and you're looking for a new job, you're trying to control how quickly you can get a new job. And a lot of these things are not in your control. Now you can 
do what you need to do to make action happen, right? You can update your resume, you can submit um, applications online to get the interview, you can work really hard to advertise this home that you want to sell because you're in real estate. I mean, all of these things are are in your control, but you can't control the outcome of what's going to happen, how quickly that timeline will move, how quickly... um, any of that will unfold. So the anxiety really is about releasing the control of the outcome, releasing the control of trying to manage someone else's response or their feelings and trying to take it on for them. There's so many ways that our anxiety just gets the best of us and it really impacts our mood. It can cause headaches. It can create just this unnecessary suffering again in your day to day, really drain your energy. And I definitely am someone who has to check myself. So I think it's important for us to really step into this line of self-accountability with self-compassion when it comes to anxiety and control. So I want you to think of a scenario right now that's currently happening in your life, a situation that you're trying to control the outcome. You're trying to control maybe what is going to happen and you don't have a crystal ball. You don't know, but you have anxiety around what's going to happen. And it's real, right? There's maybe financial ties to this. Um, There might be relationships that are on the line. So there's real fear there, which is valid and you have every right to feel how you feel. It's just starting to put some of the heaviness down that you realize you can't control what's going to happen. And even thinking about the people in your life when you're trying to control how they're going to respond to something. Maybe, you know, it's a parent, it's a loved one, it's uh, maybe the choices they're making in their life and it's causing you suffering because you're wanting them to stop whatever it is that they're doing or you want them to make a different decision. You want them to react or respond in a different way that you might see is helpful and healthier for them. And I want you to think about that person or think about this situation in your life and where you can put some of this down, where you can put that desire to control the other person or control the situation, the outcome, and where you can lay it down and just accept what can you accept about right now what is happening and really step into controlling just yourself because ultimately that's all we all have, you know. Like I said earlier, I can completely relate. And the best thing in those times when we feel so anxious, it's affecting us. When I think about letting it go and just focusing on what I can control, which really only always comes down to myself, then it gives me this space, this freedom, this permission to just start being creative and thinking outside the box. And sometimes solutions appear for myself or um, I just feel lighter and I can get to bed more comfortably and have a better night rest or whatever the case may be. It might even be the relationship gets easier because I'm not trying to control the other person. I've let go of those things and it becomes, again, a lighter feeling energetically in my body, in my mind, it feels like my brain has exhaled. So I want you to think of that situation and think about ways that you can just release that unnecessary suffering of trying to control and lay it down for yourself. 
and give yourself again that permission to just be free from trying to control whatever this anxiety is trying to drive changing or trying to know or trying to fix and instead lean into the acceptance, the self-compassion, the understanding, the empathy, um, and holding yourself accountable, kind of really checking yourself and saying like, I need to let this go. I need to let go of trying to control this person. I need to let go of trying to control this outcome, even though it might make sense to me. It's just not helpful. It's not healthy. It's, it's, just causing suffering. It's causing a rift between me and this other person. So lay it down. Try your best to really think about that. And, you know, sometimes for me, going on a walk and thinking about this stuff really helps release even more. So think of yourself and where um, you might need to move your body, take a shower, journal to release that anxiety, release that control so that you can find more peace moving forward because that's ultimately what we all want to arrive at and feel in our life is more peace. I mean, the world is just insane. There's so many things happening, so much suffering happening and pain and human suffering and it's hard to watch the news, especially seeing so much suffering in the world and politics and illnesses and wars and just just so much um, hate. So it's easy to just get wrapped up in it and then just feel helpless. So it's important to just kind of return to yourself and give yourself as much peace as you can um, in your spirit, in your mind, in your body. And where you don't need to hold on to this suffering of unnecessary trying to control, again, an outcome or a person, lay it down. There's so much more things you uh, need to self-preserve your energy for. And trying to control isn't it. Let it go. Give yourself that space that you need and take good care of yourself. And as we come to an end, I hope that we take good care of each other especially in these times. We don't know what other people are going through, what they're experiencing. They may not talk about that with anybody. And so just being kind to one another, lend a smile to a stranger, hold the door for somebody else at the restaurant or, you know, just pay it forward in whatever way and whatever means and whatever energy you have. That's all we have at the end of the day is to be kind to one another and to be kind to ourselves. So I send lots of love to you wherever you're tuning in from. And I would love if you can think of one person in your life to send and share this episode with that might really benefit and help them in this time in their life and text this episode to them and let them know why you thought this would be helpful for them to listen to and let them know you appreciate and love them and share this with them. We all can use more positive healing uh, messages in the world and in our lives. And I hope that this episode has served that purpose for you and for your loved ones. Thanks again for being here, tuning in, taking time out of your life to be here. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Therapeutic Life Healing Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please take a moment right now and think of one friend you can share your biggest aha moment from this episode. And if you haven't already, please leave me a review. I read each and every single one of them. I know you're someone who values helping others. And by taking these actions, you help me help more people. 
And as a thank you, I would love to send you my free squirrel quiz to help you discover your unique life balance and boundaries. You can access this free quiz by going to aditsi.com and signing up. I hope you find the moments of peace throughout your week you so deserve. Be well, friend, and see you next Friday.